Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Bite with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss. Hey, what's happening, Mark? Good morning, Bulldog, Big Al, and Coach. I am doing great, thank you. Where are we doing this from? Are we back to Houston? or Yes, we are traveling? back in Houston. Okay. And then All in right. January, we'll be back in Colorado for another two weeks because I'm actually sliding two vacations together because I feel this year I'm going to be super busy from spring through summer going into fall when the vaccine really starts oh. to uh, be distributed. And I believe we'll be getting back on our feet a little bit, uh, at least towards the end of next year. I think we will be getting um, out of these lockdowns. I pray we are, and with the vaccines, I hope we will be. Oh, so, so, so uh, um, apparently you yeah. haven't you haven't spoken with Jerry lately about the uh, new ANC policy: no more vacations. He hasn't uh, talked to you about that. Yeah, okay. I know. Go okay. Unfortunately, right. with, yeah. that's delusional because I'm just going <laughs> to take it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mark, we um, we put a, uh, a, a thing to task. Uh, a question. We put our, your question, your tech bite to task. And our listeners by, uh, actually, it was a margin of one vote. They went with A. Okay. Well, so that was then I just want everyone to know this is the democratic process at work. I was going to do a happy Christmas one or a more bleak um, episode. And today we've chosen the bleaker path. But for the American people, I think this is a very important subject to discuss. So I think we'll it is, too. Go over the yeah. title again, Social Media, Dictating Social Standing, The Edge, America Could Be Next. And I just want to say, before we move forward with this subject, I would like everyone to really ponder what I'm about to say. I'm, this is a Mark quote, and it is definitively how I feel. The problem with technology is it's duplicatable, but it has no moral compass. In other words... If you show another country how to do something and they duplicate your technology, that's almost becoming easy. It's like a 3D printer. You come up with a spec, everyone else can duplicate it. When we, Facebook created itself, it was in no time where uh, China and other countries were able to duplicate Facebook. The truth is, though, the difference between the different products, like a generic um, item versus the real item, is the real item usually has the heart and soul of creation in it, and the generic item is purely a copy, where the people that were copying it have no, there is no moral morality involved with the creation of the product, and therefore there is also a lack of understanding of the product that was created, and there is no intellectual thinking of the product that was created, because it's purely a clone, and it has been duplicated. And again, if you think about everything from creating fake products all the way to cloning software, it's all about the lack of morality. And unfortunately, we in America today face a foe called China from the perspective that China has a different political system and they don't have any antitrust laws like we do in America. They don't have any provisions to stop an organization from super amassing assets and power. And as long as that corporation shares with the government, everything's copacetic. So in China, entities can grow to alarmingly big entities, and they can start to swallow up all kinds of technology 
So, for example, you can have an app that will take over banking, that will take over transportation, that will take over, in addition to that, social um, uh, functions. In addition to that, we do everything Facebook does, Instagram does, and all of that, the most important thing is it's putting together a composition of that person, a complete three-dimensional picture of that person's thinking, what they like, what they will go and do in their social time, and more importantly, where that person's been and where that person's going to go. Now, if you have a totalitarian government or you have an Orwellian government and those governments decide to take that data and use it against the people and there are no rules or regulations, you will suddenly find yourself in a very bleak spot. And I think most Americans today know that after the 2020 elections, there's been a lot of people that think there was fraud. There are other people that don't think there were fraud. But the most important distinction I'm going to make is that Americans don't trust each other, let alone trust technology. And more importantly, we have no moral context for that technology any longer. And that to me, Bulldog and Big Al and Coach is super scary. So I'm going to give you just a few examples really in brief, but this will probably explain where the problem stems. China, for example, built a new airline um, jet. It's called the C919. From ZDNet, um, they basically produced an article that showed every part of that plane and where that part correspondingly was stolen from a Western manufacturer. In other words, there's not a portion of that plane that did have some form of industrial espionage or hacking involved in order for China to arrive at the finished product. That, to me, is scary. In addition to that, China, for example, is now using social credits um, in social media to basically honor citizens that are good citizens. And if your social credit score drops below a certain point, you can no longer rent cars, you can no longer take trains, you can no longer move in the society. Now, this, this is an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, 100%. Have you ever seen that? Oh, absolutely. And this is, the, that this episode, is that episode. Uh, the social yeah. media episode. Right, it's right. really happening. Yeah. I mean, this is no longer hypothetical. Yeah. This is actually because of COVID, yeah. trying yeah. to use COVID as an excuse to basically just ratchet up the Orwellian technology. Yeah, it's sobering when they were able to do it. When science fiction becomes science, it's it's really like eye opening. You said that. you said something, uh, Mark. That was interesting. You said I think you were talking about the the C nine nineteen airplane, how all the different parts were from Western countries that they stole. What have we stolen from them? Well. Obviously, I don't know. I mean, okay. they, and no one really knows who steals okay. from what because it's yeah. so hacking for a reason. Um, they're trying to keep themselves uh, in the in the shadows. However, I do not believe Americans have had to steal very much from China. We've created everything they've needed. If you think about it, um, you know, we talked about their existential threat with Huawei and other companies of taking over American tech. But then you discover in the small print they're using all of our chips 
is slowly learning how to duplicate our chips because we're putting our foundries in their country and we're giving them the blueprints because up to the last four years, the transfer of intellectual property was absolutely necessary. Now, for any viewer or, or listener who does not know what I just said, I'll explain it. If you wanted to do business in China, you had to allow the company, you had to allow a Chinese company to share your intellectual property in order for you to do business in that country. Now, it is hard to believe, but every company, including Apple, agree to those terms and end up sharing their intellectual property. Therefore, China got a huge boost. It didn't have to invent very much. We did the invention. They just cloned it. But there is a problem, and there is a fundamental problem with cloning something. You, in essence, do not morally comprehend or understand in, in its entirety how the technology works. Okay. So China, unfortunately feels that it is perfectly acceptable to build a plane and steal as much tech as possible because in their psyche, they believe that Western culture has taken advantage of China for thousands of years and that other, uh, and other cultures too, and this is kind of payback. And they absolutely believe intrinsically that they have a right to this technology because they feel that we oppressed them originally. Now, that's the whole purpose of what's going on in, in the seas around China right now with the provocation that China is doing to Japan and other countries in those waters because China is exerting its influence that it believes psychologically it has a right to our technology. And that is the mindset that most Americans, I don't think, fully comprehend or would prefer not to comprehend. <clears throat> Can you brief me on that one more time? That little <laughs> last bit. You mean what I just said? The little, China, the, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. China, China believes in their heart mm -hmm. that they were an oppressed country, specifically mm -hmm. from Japan and other countries, and when World War II, and they were basically walked all over. And they really want to come back as a superpower, and they believe they're owed this technology from Western companies. And this is not me making this up. I want my audience to know I've worked with captains of, of captains of industry in China. Seven years ago, I was told by an LED president of a, of a company that basically America was over, that uh, China was going to bury us. And I remember smiling, and I said, the only problem is you only know how to copy. We know how to make the real thing. We still have heart. You might try to bury us, but heart usually prevails. But I want Americans to know that if anyone thinks for one second China is passive about this, it isn't. This is an indoctrinated concept that they will acquire all their tech any way possible, and it's all on the table. But, and Americans Mark, don't feel that way, and that's the but, existential threat. But, Mark, don't, don't you think a little bit when you're talking about that that you're saying they're getting all this stuff, but isn't it – and you said even Apple – has agreed to give up their intellectual property. Isn't it just greed on our part? Of course. That, it, that is, I mean, that's it. We're, sure, we got to do business. We got to make. It's all about the money. It's all greed, greed, greed. We're not. <clears throat> we're, we're giving off all this. It's. It's. It is um, hard to believe that a company would sweat over a patent 
create a product that they want manufactured, and then they would just go and hand over their blueprints to another company. Yeah. Just because they want a larger share of a market, they're willing to blow up the actual jewel of their creation. I don't understand it. I don't either. Um, I've never sanctioned that personally, and I think it's very dangerous. It is. No, it's scary. You know, we had a, we had a conversation about this. Uh, I guess you and I just well last night we were talking uh, an email right. about this, and and it it is it, there is so much stuff. I mean, I don't know any of that stuff that uh, uh, the more intelligent crowd was talking about, but I, I pretended I did. So you guys know a lot of information. To the title. If I could, I'd yeah. like to just direct us back to the title. Remember, the title said Social Media Dictating Social Standing, The Edge, America Could Be Next. So in okay. China today, because of COVID, they basically have got WeChat and other technologies now that are completely plugged in to the populace. These apps have become mega apps, and they do everything from banking to entertainment, as I suggested before. Now imagine you now have an app that's tracking your location, tracking your finances, tracking what you eat, tracking what restaurants you've gone to, tracking the entertainment and everything. And See imagine what it's like, everybody to have a Jewish mother? That's what's going on. Everybody now has a Jewish mom, tracking everything. Jewish mother. There Love it. it. Yes. So the yes. Jewish mother, Nanny yes. mother, is now yeah. set up in China. But there's one amazing thing. They have now used that social standing to embarrass people to actually fall into line with COVID. They have actually used that social standing now to basically control whole cities and lock down cities so precisely that it would put um, Hitler's armies to, to shame in the precision in which with technology today we can lock a city down. And then finally, and this is most important, is China believes that they have moved society forward with this technology and is right now actively with their Silk Road initiative. This is their their way of trading out to the world. They want to trade this technology to the world and they want all of the countries that belong in their sphere to use the similar technology. Ultimately, what this is about is building the power of the government over the people. Now, in America, we have one incredible institution that's protecting us. That is our Constitution. And the Constitution, and through the various um, government entities over the years, we've created an antitrust department, and we've created, the, we've created this idea that no company should become mono, monolist, uh, monolithic, and monopolies are controlled through antitrust. So, in America, because of antitrust, the saving grace is that Facebook can't be in every single market because it would be considered too large, and we tend to break up companies that get too powerful. The only problem with that is, and that means those companies are going to American legislatures and going, that's not fair. In China, they're getting larger than us. They're getting more powerful than us because they don't have this regulation. So they're trying to tell our government, listen. Give us the ability to go into banking, go into entertainment, go into all of these sectors. We will only create a better life for human beings. That is true. These super apps really do help people's lives until they're used by the government to shut down people's lives. So the dilemma for America is, is, is ease of use and these super apps going to be permissible or are we going to put a limit 
to how much power a single corporation is allowed to have. And I would like every American, regardless of your politics today, to really think long and hard, how much power should an organization have over you? And if the government was to seize the assets of that organization, would they have unprecedented information to actually exert authority? And that is where we are today. We're at a decision point. And every American, and only the citizens, can actually make a difference. I've said this many times. We're so far beyond asking our government to help. The government is not coming to help in this situation. It is our citizens who have to tell the government we've had enough, we want to see limits on power, and we want to make sure that our personal freedoms guaranteed by the Constitution are also put into effect against these corporations that are asking for unbridled access to us, the human beings. And I want to remind everyone, as long as Facebook and Google are using an advertising model, you're just a product. You do not want to allow a company that treats you as a product to end up owning you. And in China, these apps own the people because the government it has complete control over the people. And we really only have our constitution and our antitrust laws right now that are protecting us from the same fate. And that is my tech bite for today. Well, that's, that's pretty heavy. dark and abysmal. Yeah. Anything yeah, more lighthearted? Tough tech bite. <laughs> we were either going to talk about that or... How to have a wonderful Christmas. Or puppies. So we decided to go this route, but I'll tell you, it was a good route because I think we do need to wake up, and we're just running around, and it's convenient for me, and nobody cares about anything else, and and uh, just let it run amok, and we're going to get ourselves in big trouble. And we just voluntarily give this stuff away. So for you, before you do next time, think about it. Because I, I, think, I think they have a, a, a good long-term plan, and, and it seems like we have real short-term plans. We don't really have a great long-term That's plan. That's the American way. Yeah. yeah we'd, fortunately, like you said, the Constitution, that was a good long-term plan. Uh, look how, you know, that's yes, still that was a good around. long-term plan. It, it, it was. But I think, you know, when it comes to uh, global domination, I think China's been thinking about this. Ah, yeah, sure, we'll give it for this, this. I mean, look even how... When when uh, when they made their deal with Hong Kong, you know, uh, with the British, yeah, keep it for ninety nine years. It seemed like ninety nine years probably seemed like forever at the time. Okay, great. Oh, now it's going back to us. Yeah, same. And then they didn't honor their agreement to the people nope. of that country. Nope. Um, of how no, long they, they would take before they uh, absorbed them into their political system? They have not honored. China does not honor their agreements. I want to make it clear because. In today's world, especially in cancer culture, too many people would say, well, Mark, you just said something racist or bigoted or against that country or xenophobic. No, I have not. The Chinese people are wonderful people. I have worked with the Chinese people for a great deal. The Chinese Communist Party and the ruling class of China, who are mostly CCP members, um, don't think the way the rest of the Chinese people think. If you take away religion from a people and you take away ethics, and you inspire people through communism, those people will have a a lower moral threshold than you have. Meaning that in China, ethics have a completely different weight as against Western ethics. And I don't think most Americans can appreciate what I just said, but this is super important. The Chinese legal system and their government has created the ethics that is okay in China. Those ethics would not pass muster in America, but in China they're okay. And that is because of a political party. 
And I would like people to think about that. When you're dealing with a Chinese government uh, or through a corporation, any corporation usually has ties to the government that we deal with in America, you're dealing with a completely different system with a different ethics. So therefore, when we say we would never do that to you, we wouldn't. But in China, they might. And I hope that really wakes people up. I hope so, too. All right, Mark Strauss, this will be uh, attached to the uh, Tech Bytes section. You'll be able to find this if you want to replay this and, and hear this again, which you might want to play for, for some of your friends. All right, buddy. Also, uh, yeah. I will put some of this. I will put some of this information online on my Facebook. So if you go to Tech Byte Show on Facebook, um, I will put this up by the end of today. Some of this information. Okay. But most importantly, um, Bulldog, I just have one message. Um, every American listening to us today, it's decision time. It's time for people to ask their congressmen, their senators, and their local officials, including the mayor of Oceanside, to start thinking about, listen, when we buy stuff, are we going to buy from China or from America or from other countries? When we, when we put in a system, where is it from? Where does it originate? I'm not just advocating buy American. I'm saying buy from morally intact countries that have ethics. I think that would be a start. And I think that's where we should start. So on that note, I would like to also say to everyone who's listening, um, season greetings. And if you believe in Christmas and you do celebrate, Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Merry Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, and all of the other um, holiday gatherings and assortment of things are going on. I just want to say to everyone, please take care. And, you know, one of the things I was going to talk about today on the other side is lead by bringing people together. That would be my true ask of everyone. Every father who leads his family or single parent that leads their family, lead by bringing people together this holiday season. Do not make the excuse just because you can't be together that you cannot have a FaceTime session, a Zoom session. Bring your family together. Leave. That's my request for this holiday season. Very good. Thank you, Mr. Mark Strauss. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week, Mark. Thank you. Have a good one. Welcome. Bye.